I like to look at Luke chapter 22. And I'll start here with a word of prayer. Oh Lord, we come into your presence. We are here wanting to hear from you and wanting our hearts to be prepared to approach you, to speak to you as we ought, to come with sincerity, to come with great desire. And so we ask that your Holy Spirit would stir us up now to pray. We ask through your son, Jesus. Amen. In God's grace, he has furnished us with many motivations to pray. And I just want to start here by giving a summary of some of them that we see in the Bible uh, before looking at the one in our passage today. Sometimes, like the prophet Daniel, it's a sincere faith and obedience that drives us to prayer as we acknowledge how much God delights in that pure obedience of coming to him by, by faith and knowing that he rewards those who diligently seek him. Other times, we're compelled to pray because we have a desire to commune with the Lord. We have a heart like Mary, the Mary of Bethany, that wanted to sit at Jesus' feet and wanted that good portion. She wanted to get as close to Jesus as possible and catch every word. Sometimes our hearts are overflowing with thanksgiving and love for God, and we're compelled we're compelled to pray to tell the Lord how grateful we are. He answers a prayer. He does something wonderful in our lives, and we just want to come to him and express our thanks. Other times, we're driven to prayer like David and Psalm 38 with our pain ever before us. Our suffering seems to overwhelm us, and there's only one place to go. And like Hannah, who is overcome with that unfulfilled desire, that was only made worse by her enemies, her uh, her present enemy rubbing it in, and then her unsympathetic husband and a spiritually insensitive priest. She goes to the Lord and pours out her soul. And truly, those are times when God moves us to pray in the midst of uh, great suffering. Sometimes we're driven to prayer like David and after our our sin against the Lord. And we come with our sin ever before us in desperate need of God's forgiveness and longing for that joy of our salvation. And still other times it's, it's a love that intercedes like Epaphras, who is constantly struggling in prayer for the Colossians. And, and we pray and we seem to almost forget ourselves because our hearts are just filled with, with love and longing for a certain person or a group of people. And then other times our prayers are, are just driven with this eagerness to see the name of our Lord honored for his kingdom to be established, for his mission to be accomplished in this world. And this is oftentimes our focus here in this meeting, longing for revival and the spiritual renewal of God's people and the advance of his kingdom. The list could go on, but I want to ask when our hearts are missing these motivations or, or these motivations are burning low, just, just to simmer, it, it, isn't it easy for us to give up praying? 
sometimes because we're physically exhausted or emotionally we're drained or mentally we're confused or even sometimes feel in a spiritual fog. When we find ourselves in this place, there's a passage today that points us to a clear reason Jesus gave why we ought to keep praying in, in places of drowsiness. And so I want to look with me, look with me here at Luke 22, verse 39. Coming out, he went to the Mount of Olives as he was accustomed, and his disciples also followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw. And he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. This is the word of the Lord. Jesus enters the Garden of Gethsemane and immediately, in verse 39, as he goes, he, he commands his disciples to engage in one activity and that's to pray they are to pray and he gives them a reason that you may not enter into temptation it was a late night probably after midnight he knew the disciples were exhausted it had been quite an evening they had heard talk of one of them betraying jesus they had heard jesus say that he was going to leave and go to a place where they they didn't know he was going and he said to Peter, he would deny him. He said to all the disciples, they would abandon him. Quite stirring things that were on their hearts and no doubt troubled them. And so here they're exhausted emotionally from all these things. But Jesus still told them, it is not time to sleep. It's time to pray because it was a night of temptation. It was a night in which they needed spiritual strength. And they didn't have it themselves. Peter found that out quickly. They lacked the strength they needed to face the temptation. They needed it from the Lord. And the way that God gives his spiritual strength to us in temptation is through prayer. So the disciples had a choice. Right? Would, would they listen to their bodies and give in to sleep or listen to Jesus' command who wanted something much more important, their spiritual protection. Well, they did begin praying. They, they obeyed, but soon, as we, we see in the story, they soon uh, fell asleep. And Jesus comes and finds them asleep. And so he asked them with a rebuke, a question in verse 46, why do you sleep? And then repeats the same command he gave, rise and pray lest you enter into temptation. How often are we like the disciples? How many times have we fallen asleep in prayer? 
specifically when it's time for us to pray. We know it is time for us to seek the Lord. And yet we hesitate or come up with an excuse instead of praying, even when we don't feel like it. Why should we rise and pray, though? Because if we are going to have the sufficient strength from God to overcome the temptations we are facing, we cannot neglect prayer. The means of spiritual strength God gives us is through prayer. We are all weak. Our strength is not enough. We need to be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might if we're going to have victory over the spiritual forces of evil, over this world that is in opposition to everything that, that God desires. And, and at home here, our, our own struggles within, the, the fleshly desires that are waging war. If we're going to have victory, we need to pray. We need to pray for strength. The spiritual dangers are there and come to us even more intensely in prayerlessness and prayerless living. Jesus had told disciples in Luke 21, verse 36, he said, but stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. The disciples needed it not just that night. They they needed it in the future, and we as disciples need to stay awake with prayerfulness because we need the strength to face the temptations. Here's a compelling reason, but there's one more I just want to close with here in this text that compels us to pray, even when we feel exhausted, and that is the example of our Lord. Jesus here, he is tired. He's emotionally strained, the point of He's eventually sweating drops of blood. But Jesus knelt down and prayed and prayed. And he continued in prayer. And as he continued in prayer, verse 43 tells us, God gave him the strength. An angel was sent and strengthened him from heaven. Jesus, our example, shows us here. He was faithful and seeking the help of the Father in the time of temptation, a very, very difficult time for our Lord, approaching the agony of the cross. He needed prayer at this time. Hebrews 5, verse 7 says, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard and that he feared. So here we have reason to pray. May the Lord help us to be on our guard and look to him for the strength we need. And I close with a hymn that my family loves to sing. My soul, be on thy guard. 10,000 foes arise. The hosts of sin are pressing hard to draw thee from the skies. Oh, watch and fight and pray. The battle ne'er give o'er. Renew it boldly every day and help divine implore. Amen.